and uh, we're back once again. Six four Worms Club. Uh, quarter way through the season now, so uh, well, pretty much. I mean, I, I've, I've roughly about a quarter of the way through the season. Uh, another episode on the Premier League football. It's good to have the uh, Premier League games back. I'm sure uh, I can testify for for all the Worms here that international break sucks a whole load of dick, and uh, we're glad it's over. Um, but yeah, once again, it's me, Gaz. Uh, we've got Storm. Yo. Uh, we've got Harry there. Yo. And uh, we've got Briglet. Hello, hello. Yeah. Um, no Paul here today, which I'm sure you're all sad to hear about, but he's, uh, he's, busy, getting, he's busy getting mad somewhere. So um, <laughs> just to kind of go through what we uh, wanted to discuss with uh, the football this week, we've got um, the first game, a uh, big game in the uh, potential title race, really. Uh, Pep's in the mud after City lose 2-0 to Jose's high-flying Spurs. Um, good job we've got Harry here, for, because we've got a, a big game number two. Um, which is a, from the episode of Money Heist that was on yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I mean, we, we had, a, we had a, a bit of our show called United Slander. I think Arsenal Slander's starting to pick up pace as well, so we'll have a yeah. go at that one. Um, Liverpool take crucial three points at home to Leicester and uh, also surpass their own home record, which has stood since the 80s. Chelsea finally get a win at St. James's Park. I know uh, Storm was saying to us in the group chat that he was a bit worried about that one. Yeah, I know this. Seven years in the making, this win, mate. Has it been that long? <laughs> seven yeah. seasons, apparently. Wow. I don't know if it's we've not beat, beat them there in seven years or we've won there once in seven years, but either way, it's not pretty viewing. Yes. It's bad. It's That's bad. Oh, boy, secured the dub, mate. Easy. Just yeah. yeah, and then, then we're gonna have a we're gonna have a break, as always. Um then we're gonna come back and talk about uh, Ollie getting his first home league win. Thanks to some <laughs> thanks to some sticky decision making. We'll get sticky, more. Stick is an understatement. Um Villa lose their third consecutive home game at the hands of G Potter's army, the Gulls. Um, and uh, Fulham leaking goals after Everton bounced back with a win and some some penalty taking practice. I think they need, but we'll get into that one. Um, leaking goals. They've just been conceding left, right, and centre. <laughs> leaking. It's a flooded. <laughs> yeah, I think there's. I, think, I don't think it's a drip, is it? I think it's no. a full-on tsunami of goals over there. Um, uh, Sheffield United still searching for the first win of the season. And you know, are they going to break Derby's record? We were talking about that before we came on of, of, of how bad they've been uh, compared to some of the other classical terrible Prem teams like Sunderland, Villa, Huddersfield. Um, you know, are they going to do worse than those? Um, and then you know, we've got a, a nice little Red Dogs roundup. Uh, we've got Brigley. Yeah. I'm sure he's got lots of positivity to talk about around. Plenty. <laughs> Plenty. I'll, I'll spread the love when we get to that. Um, and then, you know, a little feature we like to call L of the Week. And um, just a little bit preview to our, our, our midweek show, which will be about the Champions League. Because obviously that's back once again. You know, the fixtures coming in thick and fast. Um, and we're here to talk about all of them, really, or the ones that matter. Because um, a lot so, of them don't. Yeah, a lot of them don't. I'm not going to talk about Krasnodar versus Sevilla. Uh, I'm not bothered. 
Uh, but anyway, we'll, we'll move on. Good game last time, that loads of goals. <laughs> um, first and foremost, a, a massive game in the title race. Um, I know it's early doors, but you know Spurs are looking like a team that potentially could could do something, maybe. Um, and then you've got Pep, who's started That's the season. Old idiot. Yeah, but he, he started the season poorly, and um, I know a lot of people are going to want to talk about him. So, um, who wants to, to to kick off with uh, with Pep? I know Storm, you you uh, you're a big fan of Pep, so. Yeah. Well, I've, I've been a big fan of Pep up until this season. I said at the start of the season, I thought it was the end of the road for him because he just seems to be doing this sort of, yeah, I'll just keep spending loads of money and trying to play the way that I play football. And it just obviously, he keeps saying after every single game, we're, not, we're playing well, but we're not scoring. I wouldn't even say that they're playing well. They're just doing, they're just doing the typical keep the ball and let's try and work it into the box. And they've got no out-and-out striker anymore with Aguero being injured. Gabriel Jesus ain't cutting it. Sterling's dropping a sub-below, sub-par season. No one else that they can put in up front is really going to have the output of Aguero, which is your main focal point, really, of having a team like that. They need someone that is going to put the goals away. Yeah. So, I, I, just, I just... I can't see how they're going to even break a title challenge off at this point. They just look bereft of ideas. I agree. I, I did look like all they're doing training is just do old rondos. Yeah, that's what I mean. Literally, all it looks like it's like we keep, keep the ball. <laughs> great. You're not if you're not putting it in the goal. They had like nearly seventy percent possession in the first half. Like I'm not being through of all the money that club's got, and they've not bought a striker to replace. I know Jesus is meant to replace him, right? I know he's meant to replace Aguero, but he ain't good enough. He ain't, he ain't a 30, 20, 30 goal a season striker. That's where you do, um, you do have to... Go on. No, go on. Go on. You do because I, I was um, defending Pep last time I was on, which is a little while ago. But um, you do have to, it gets to a point where it, uh, we, we're quite critical of Pep's like, recruitment and what have you. And that must be, he must be sitting there like happy with Jesus. In his mind, he must be happy that Jesus is going to be the man. Yeah, he can't that's... just be sitting there thinking. It can't be now. Yeah. I reckon he did, but looking... when? At what point? Because he's never been great. The, st- the start of the season. Thing is, with Jesus, he is a very good footballer. He's all right. He ain't a striker. No. Well, my my thing with, with Manchester City at the moment, and I think it's showing quite a lot in some of the games that they're playing at the moment, is um, what I mean. You got to think about Man City over the past two to three years. If you take away this season to a certain degree. What they've been known for is absolutely blowing teams away with their brand of keep ball and fantastic play through the wings. Now, you've mentioned it there, Storm. Sterling's had a bit of a subpar season so far. That's hindered Mm. them. He's been in and out of the team a little bit through injury. They've also now not got Leroy Sane. Um, Bernardo Silva needs missing posters. I don't know where he's gone. Well, no, I don't, yeah, I'm not too sure why he's not being picked. He, he, no, he's well, when he's played, he's stunk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so is De Bruyne. De Bruyne. We've mentioned De Bruyne, and he's not had his, his best season by some stretch. Um, but I think the worrying thing with, with Pep, and I think this is something that kind of, I know I'm biased, I know I am, but I think this is what kind of puts them behind Liverpool this season to a certain degree is their lack of plan B. 
you look at Liverpool and they've managed to change things around, swap teams, swap formations almost a little bit, and they've still managed to get the job done most of the time. City, if they don't keep the ball for 90% and score two or three goals, they look like they're going to struggle to pick up points. And for a team that good, it is worrying. Edison, once again, was caught out at the start of the game as well. He yeah. seemed I don't understand why teams have it took him this long to find out that he comes rushing out, and Sun almost did him again. Actually, what uh, did I um, say on the predictions episode? He loves a clanger. He fucking. I I, I think he's massively overrated. Massively, he's not massively he, overrated. He is, he's he just is. gone. He's just got a mistake in him. Yeah. Every game. He likes uh, to. Um, yeah, I think every game's a bit harsh. He must see himself as a bit of an outfield player. This is what gets me. I hate, I'm not... He thinks his man will know you. Yeah, yeah, he wants to be that sort of player, doesn't he? But Which is fine. Not, he hasn't got the ability because no. man will know you is a bit more... I don't think he's a, He's not very commanding. You need a goalkeeper that's going to tell people... He's just an horrible bastard. Yeah. And Edison just... Not even horrible, just ugly. <laughs> This cartel. He looks like a cartel member. He does have an aura of Jaws from James Bond, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Yeah. But no, I think the city's, city's main issue is they, they, they can't score. Like, I, I don't get how you think it's not even like they don't they put the ball in dangerous areas all the time, but there's no one on the end of it. Sterling's been horrendous. It is weird, it is weird because you said, like, literally, unstu- even, even last season where they were obviously miles behind the pace, then they still batter teams on occasion. They'd still come out and they, they even, I know it was like Liverpool didn't turn up for that game, but they put five past Liverpool. So they're more than, they, had, they were more than capable, what, four months ago of scoring big, goal, big goals in games, but you are, they've scored 10 goals this season. Are they, are, are they looking to try and play We've scored nine and haven't scored for four hours. Palace, Palace are outscoring City this season. Crystal are Palace. City, are City trying to play a different way because of how they've been bullied somewhat defensively last year? Are they trying to play differently and it's not working? No. As in, as in more cautious? No, I, I, it's not that. I just think that that would be silly because they know, obviously, if they had Aguero, doesn't matter if they concede three goals because they can go and score six or seven against most teams in the league. Yeah. It's not. They'd be, they'd be stupid to try and change it because it is. It does work. It's just they've not got anyone scoring. That, it's the, the difference the, with having yeah. an elite proven goal scorer in your team to not having an elite proven yeah. goal scorer in your team because it's all right being able to say, oh, we've got the ball for 85% of the time. We're going to keep putting the balls in the box. But then when you've got players like Gabriel Jesus that, yeah, they're all right, striker, and we'll chip in with goals for you, but they've not got the knack. The same as Aguero. Like, say someone will put a ball straight across the six-yard box, Gabriel Jesus would be out of position, whereas Aguero yeah. would be there every single straight time. On there, in the way. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's a bit of a sticky one for them, really. I, I had them finishing third, and I can st- I still reckon that's going to happen. I st- they might not even get third. You never know with the way it's going at the minute. Not looking likely, is it? No. We've probably got to touch on Very Spurs. Spurs, I will give them praise as an Arsenal. Oh, go on. No, no, I will give them praise. They're playing very, very, very well. Very well. What I said last night was um, the Mourinho... One injury will fuck them up. Yeah. I said last night that the the Spurs win was the most Mourinho-style win I think I've ever seen. 
Sit slump, back, absorb all the pressure. Slump yeah. and run is how I like to describe it. But it works. It's worked. And yeah. it's Son and Kane are fucking firing like fuck this season. Harry uh, Kane's like taken De Bruyne's passing range and just ran with well, it. Well, what he's doing is he's doing everything that Liverpool fans think Firmino does. For me. He's linking it, linking it up between the lines, but he's actually got a bit of end product. A bit. is. Probably his top two in the world in Israeli strikers. What what time yeah. is it on the podcast to bring up Fabinho again? It seems to be you know. No, I'm just saying it's that similar. It's that similar style of football, isn't it? He's not afraid to take the ball into his feet wherever he is and turn forward and just pass it. No, do you know? What I think it's the mad thing is right. You know, when he's got the ball at the feet, he looks like a donkey. Like, he, he, do you know what I mean? He's one of them players when the ball's at his feet, and then he just he's just got the knack of just like he's a, he's such a good ball carrier. Harry Kane. I saw something, uh, a statistic about young Harold Kane. When um, do you remember in the Spurs documentary where Mourinho was like having that meeting with Kane, and he was like, "Oh, you're going to explode with me." Since he's been there, he's had 45 goal contributions. Harry Kane since Mourinho came in, 45 goal contributions. It's almost as if they've got a. a he's good taken Kane, fucking... Kane, to the next level, which is frightening. Which is why Spurs are up there. Yeah, it was already as well. unreal. And if, if you um, want to add in all this assist and like playmaking ability into Harry Kane's game, that is a scary time for everyone else who's playing him. Yeah. If he gets injured, that's when they start capitulating. Yeah, that's that's the that's the worry in it. And that that is because who, taxes who, who the Kane second is. striker? Who did they get on loan? Was it from Benfica? What's his name? I couldn't, couldn't tell you his name. Yeah. Yeah, they use Sun, but I mean, he, Mourinho seems to enjoy using the target man sort of link-up player, don't he? Which is why he signed that striker on loan from I don't know wherever it was. But in terms of the game itself, I mean, I know um, there was a, a key point that a lot of people have spoken about at one 0 down. The um, handball for uh, Jesus, where it's kind of touched, you know, a bit of arm, a bit of thigh. Where is it touching on the arm? Um, just playing kind of uh, devil's advocate here. You know, have they been unlucky? Mm, well, given how, what, I don't know. Because given what's not been given this weekend and what has been given. I'd say of- they've been, I'd say they've been probably, it's probably unlucky. Of all the ones that you've been given, of all the ones that have been given, I, I watched that about 20 times and I couldn't tell you. And um, who was the ref? He watched it, what, four or five times on that little monitor? I don't know how you could see. There's not enough evidence to like overturn it, which is what especially they look for, isn't it? Especially when it was initially given as a goal. Yeah. And that's, There's not that's, enough there the for them to go. No, I can't then rule it out. So I think that is harsh because yeah. it was given as a goal. Well, the thing is, though, it strikes him. So when, as he's controlled it, it strikes him probably here, which from what I saw. Which is probably why I think it was overruled. If it's touching you, if it's touching your forearm, mm. it's overruled. Yeah. It's, it's overruling. Given up of what the rules are at the minute. Well, that's the rule. I know. I know. I know. I've got a, a lot of city mates that have been that were outraged by it because they were saying it, it hit his bicep and, and not his forearm. Now the bicep is obviously under the under the shirt line, which is technically legal. They're lost um, anyway. Well. Yeah, but it's if buts or maybes, isn't it? But like yeah. th- that would have made it one all. It, it is a different game. Goals do change. Yeah. Games. It's a bit. 
just—I don't know. This is, we are, we're like a broken record, aren't we? Just constantly bringing up handball, but it's just so current at the minute. There's plenty more to bring up in other other games. <laughs> anyway, it's, it's, so. it's a problem. It's a problem with the league at the moment. And, and like we, we were saying before we came on, it's um, VAR. I've always been a big fan of it, but I'm, I'm getting sick of it. I just think not necessarily VAR itself. The concept of it is fine. It's being used terribly. I just don't understand how they've managed to actually make it at this point where it's like everyone hates it. It should have been such a good thing, shouldn't it? It's not even like hard to work it out. No, but yeah. you, the people in charge are just complete morons. Like... The thing is, is if you get the call right with VAR, you can't argue with it. No, exactly. Of course you can't because it's you there on video. Because that's... it's there and that's it. But you, you don't. <laughs> That's what I don't Keep get. Keep getting it wrong. Like, uh, how do you get it wrong? It's, You've it's... got all the help. They get all the help in the world, and they still, still get it. This, as you said, this isn't the worst one. There's so much worse this weekend. It's, it's, it is boring. I am bored of talking about it. <laughs> I'm so bored of talking well, about it. It's not going to go away because it's not going to get better, is it? For the masses, because it's very, very apparent in the game that it's yeah, been it's just, terrible. It's just incredible how. They keep, they keep making little changes, don't they? They make little changes here and there. They don't seem to really do anything. They need to go back to the drawing board. Over the summer break, next summer, they need to just go, just sit down and just start again. Because I don't quite understand how... I don't know. It's weird. It's more apparent in the ones later on, I think. In that, the Man United game, especially. But you mentioned the summer break. Is the summer break too late? There's a two-week break in, in January. Could they not sort it out then? Yeah, but then you've yeah. got the thing of the decisions that have yeah. already gone. You can't, you can't do it. You've got well, to I live think, with the I shit. I think you can do it and just go just live with it. No, yeah, I don't know. Because they did that with the handballs, didn't they, initially? It calmed down for a couple of weeks, and now it's kind of... They've, they've put it back up to stupid, stupid level. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, just kind of... Obviously, rounding up that game, I mean, I know Spurs have got a, a few tough fixtures still to come but they've they've looked impressive so far um, City on the other hand have got a couple of easier fixtures now I think yeah. they've got I think they've got Burnley at home next week um, that's oh, oh, that smells like a Chris Wood masterclass incoming mate I don't know about <laughs> it um, but yeah so you know it's like I say I think it's one of those weird situations where it's still early doors, but we are a quarter of the way through the season. You are starting to see patterns of where yeah, you yeah. think people yeah. start to line up. Um, so City being below Man United, you know, Ollie was um, <clears throat> you know, fearing for his job. Well, he was out so of his job basically at one point. And, and now he's above Pep, who's just signed a new two-year extension. It's the cycle that will never be broken, and I'm here for it. <laughs> I am all for that. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I say, that's that's obviously City Spurs. It was, you know, an important game, um, a game that I enjoyed. But, you know, I think it's a, a game that I didn't enjoy as much um, was was Arsenal v Leeds. I think um, we were talking about this before we came on. I really dislike watching Arsenal. I, as an <laughs> Arsenal fan... Also, hate watching Arsenal. They they just are so devoid of of all attacking. Threat. I I can't understand right how 
the Ozil thing has got to where it is. Yes, he's not as how he was a few years ago, right? I get that. I get that. But one thing you'd never lose as a football player is your technical ability, right? He, he is far superior to anyone in our team at Lincoln Up Play. Far superior. Even better than um, Danny Ceballos. But he's not... He's not a, I, to be fair, I don't mind Danny Ceballos if he plays in the middle. Really don't mind him. We can recycle the ball. But my point is, is we there's not a player on the... The only creative player we've got that plays is Saka and he plays out wide. Like, he come on last night... We actually look like we'd score a goal. I um, and it's mad that we're relying on a nineteen-year-old, eighteen, nineteen-year-old to provide things when we've got a bloke on three hundred and fifty grand a week, body and Piers Morgan on Twitter. What games on? It's mad. It's fucking mad. If I was Arteta, I'd be getting to the stage where I'd be saying I might even be starting in here at some point over Aubameyang because. I don't, yeah, I'm, I'm stand by I this. Know, I feel like Aubameyang needs to kick up the arse though because he's been absolutely stinking. He has, right? And I'm not, I'm not denying that, but it's not his chances. He's he's yeah, playing off scraps, and then he's literally having to dig out the bin yeah. for scraps. He is, he's, he's in a two-way stink off currently with Tony Marshall, and that is it's bad. And do you know what annoys me? If Ozil was playing, we'd, he'd score goals. He'd have balls put on a fucking plate for him. Ozil was exactly the kind of play you needed last night to break yeah. some of the lines because Leeds uh, Leeds, Leeds weren't great Leeds, Leeds we weren't were great shit. they weren't that good but they still played you off the park oh yeah absolutely battered us but that, that's testament to how shit we played yeah, I, know, I don't think that, that was they played particularly I well I've I I seen a pretty interesting stat about Leeds the last two games they've played against Arsenal They've had, 40, like nearly fit, they've, yeah, they've nearly, had forty. Yeah, they had forty shots in two games. And hit the ball yeah, five yeah. times, and they've yeah. scored none. Yeah, played wow. in the cup in January, and they battered us. But shit, Aston one nil. <laughs> played them <laughs> last night. Left Ellen Road with fucking the crown jewels in Arteta's backpack. It was joke. But no, in all seriousness, it's it's fucking horrendous to watch. Well, and it's like, yeah, on, I, I get. I don't mind. I don't mind this defensive football. If we score, I really don't mind it because at the end of the day, if you get three points, you get three points. It don't matter, right? But it's the fact that we've not scored for something like four and a half hours from open play, which is awful. It's seven and a half, isn't it? No, is it? Four hundred and seventy-six minutes. <laughs> seven and a half games. I've seen. It is worse than I initially thought, right? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure if I agree with you, Harry, because I. I'm obviously. I'm not an Arsenal fan. I was like, I used to love to watch Arsenal play. Oh, even under, even the bad days under Wenger, it was still entertaining to watch. Yeah, there was still there's, potential there's for like big, sexy there's a big football. Void between a new manager and Lepros. It's just, it's, it's just, it's just a bit. It is, it is boring. It's painful. It is boring. It's a task you know, to watch you know, if it. last night we won two 0 playing defensive football, I won't be asked. No, you. This is what I agree with. I don't give a fuck how especially boring against a team like Leeds. Yeah, that plays so aggressively. But it's like Forest last season, Briggs. Right? Shit, wank football. Horrendous to watch. But if you yeah. win the game, you're not bothered. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but that's the thing. We almost got a playoff last season playing wank football. I assume Arteta's goal is top four. You're not getting top four if you continue like yes, this. You need that to change. Is, that's something. my point. So change some of them. That's what but, this we, is why free I, I, was, I, was def- I was defending Arteta quite a bit, but maybe um 
maybe we shouldn't defend. Maybe you should get more criticism. No, I, I, I agree. You should get more criticism, but we've we've not got anyone else to to play get, get, in a creative role. Still, get check book out. This is your problem. This is the club's yeah, problem. Yes, yes. And do you know what's funny? We're the third richest club in the league, behind Chelsea and Man City. Sorry, Man, no, behind Man U. Arsenal are a richer club than Chelsea are. They wouldn't act like it. If they acted like it, they'd be dominant. Oh, yeah, it'd be mad. Just go and sign someone. <laughs> you, need, like, you need an owner that just don't fucking care about it. You need an Abramovich. Is what we need. Roman, <laughs> oi, you need, Roman's always backing the boys. He should, you need yeah. an owner that goes, right, so you like spend about Chelsea. what you need, and then if you don't, and nothing comes of it, then yeah, don't. That's a different problem. It's, it's, I feel. I think the problem is with your owners at the minute. It's cronking all them lot. It's more of a business. Whereas yeah, they don't, Roman Abramovich just does it for fun. As long <laughs> as, at the end of the day, if Arsenal don't win anything, they're still going to generate loads of money. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. So, so they, they're, they're not bothered. They don't care. That's no, not their problem. And they're it's the same problem. Manu, well, not Manu have got because they actually spend money. Whereas Roman Abramovich would be like, yeah, I can make money, but I want to win shit. Yeah, mm. it's it's the difference in it. And it's yes. literally playing right now the absolute worst of Jose Mourinho style football. Um, yeah, you know, the, you know yeah, Mourinho, Mourinho's Spurs. Oh, Mateta's Arsenal is what everyone thought Mourinho's Spurs would be. But it's, I agree. It's it is it is painful, and you're right. I think the owners should take some serious kind of. Um, they need to sell the club, and they have done. They have done for ages. That this where the downfall of Wenger came is because we didn't sign anyone decent for fucking ages. His last parting gift was a Bamiang. That was that is the, like like do you know what I mean? And how long ago was that? Three years ago. As we signed Pepe, fucking fucking hell. We signed Pepe. What a man! Partey, but obviously he's injured. But what a man need, Pepe is. We need either fucking Slobberzar, whatever his fucking name is, or Awa in January, or someone it, like that, desperately. Because if we don't, it's 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 bad. Can I can I ask the question? I mean, where does Pepe rank in the Premier League's all-time biggest flops? He's up there. He's fucking garbage. For his price tag, yeah, he's up there. He's right garbage. there next to fucking Von Flipper, mate. I'm glad you've finally started to I, say something negative but, about him. He's fucking awful. He is awful, right? Go on. I'm going to pull up some stats. Get them out. I've lost my my mouse. Hang on. on, You're going to need some good stats. No, you just turn into a fucking thug. Just picking people up. Good. I ate fucking... uh, What's his name? Alioski, he deserves a little slap there, to be fair. Not not in a a game where there's seven million cameras watching. Nah. He might deserve it. He's a little cunt. Right, feisty words from the Forest fan. Uh, well, I don't like, I don't like it. I, he was horrible against Forest one time, I believe. So. He's, been, he's, he's done a lot of uh, horrible things to a lot yeah. of teams. <laughs> I've seen him do loads. But still, you can't be doing that, can you? I think I'm, I'm gagging for these stats, sorry. I'm, I'm in his because I mean, he's I fucking garbage. I don't understand what stats can really stick up for. No, him, no, I'm not sticking shit. up for him. He has been shit, but he's not been complete shit. Right, is my point. He's How not 72, £72 million, pounds, right, is an awful, awful, awful amount of money for him. But I can see why they paid it because obviously he was in ridiculous form in, well, ridiculous form in the French League despite scoring 11 penalties, right? And they paid that because we needed a winger. And I understand, but he's been crap. 
And if he don't play again, I'm not bothered, to be honest. But yeah, look out. I'd rather have Nelson playing. He's playing that off. He's playing that, that on. Um, yeah, it's on tick. It's on t- exactly. So, uh, can you back out of that? Can you like send him back to where he? No. No, that's a shame. Warner FC is not gone very well, but it's just I don't understand it with Pepe. I mean, his first touch is bad. Is he doesn't seem to beat anyone? Um, he not make someone from Burnley once. <laughs> Great. <laughs> But it's, I think there are, there are, like we've said, there are deeper problems at Arsenal. But I think it's it's uh, it's fair to say Leeds, I thought, played a very good game, and they were very unfortunate not to to win by at least two or three. Yeah. You know, it's not your day when you've hit the post three times. Was it four? Um, no, it was three. I think it was three times. They, um, I'm pretty shocked that they actually didn't find a way to score because there was the way that they were pressuring. I mean, Arsenal were at fucking ones and twos at some points, so just looking at each other like, we can't deal with this, especially coming down to 10 men. I, um, who was it that came on? Rodrigo. Rodrigo came on and he hit the post with an absolute, with a nice strike. Gary Neville says as soon as he came on as well, don't give him any room because if he shoots, he gets him on target from distance. So that was definitely unlucky to not be going in. Well, he gave them a warning shot. He hit one, the first one that was, I think, that was inches. And then the second one rattled the bar and then you got Patrick Bamford in the post. Yeah. Uh, and then there was another one right at the end. I can't remember who it was uh, who hit that. I think Leno was probably Arsenal's best player. He's changed my... Uh, Leno's actually out there to be changing my mind about him. He got, he got him on the match. Him. I used to think he was terrible, but... I, I do. He got him on the match. He plays a good keeper. He's not amazing. He's definitely changed my mind because I thought he was horrendous when they first signed him, but he's hmm. he's put together a few decent performances. We'd be fucked if we didn't have him in goal. We'd be fucked. I, I agree. I think when, when Leno first signed, I was absolutely pissing myself because I thought it was another absolute shocker of a goalkeeper. Um, but the back end of last season, this season, he, I mean, obviously when Martinelli wasn't, wasn't playing, or Martinez, sorry, uh, Martinelli's R9, isn't he? Um, there's another player um, in terms of Martinez. When, before he started playing and before he got injured, Leno was putting in some great performances. Mm. Um, the thing is, though, with, with Arsenal, uh, I think it's important to, to ask. I mean, again, we've, we've gone a quarter of the way through the season. I think it starts to, to looking at where teams are. I admit, when I, at the start of the season, I think I had them fifth or maybe scraping fourth. Yeah, um, I, I'm completely against that now. Um, where do we all think Arsenal are going to finish? I don't even think they're going to get Europe at this rate. Eighth, ninth. They've got to desperately change the way that they're playing football if they want to even have a sniff at getting. Just so many teams like you could make a case for being better than them at the moment. I, I, I'd personally tell you at Christmas. Let's do this shit at Christmas. Then yeah, no, but we're not talking. We're not. We're not talking about Christmas. We're giving a, a small prediction now. If you were to look at this team, how they're playing now, where do they finish? End of the end of the day, with three points off Europe. Yeah, it's not. No, so it's, not, it's, it's not the end of the world. It's just. It's the not the end of the world. It, it need, we need it, yes, change. We need to drastically fucking start scoring goals. Because <laughs> defensively, I don't think we're that bad. We're fine, really, at the back. 
It seems to be a common pattern as being an Arsenal fan this terrible 24 years of my life. Despite the first five years, they were all right, five, six. Um, we either have a really good attack and can't defend or the other way around. Like, <clears throat> when was it? Like, 20, like 2015 to 2016, um, we couldn't score goals. Really, we'd had to rely on Sanchez. And then it was like, oh, we need a world-class striker. So then we've gone sign a Bamiang, and then we couldn't defend. And then now we can defend, we can't score. It's it's just a fucking merry-go-round of shite. But, <laughs> you know, I, I, I still think we'll get top four. Top four? If, I said, I'll tell you at Christmas. Yeah, oh, I do. I don't, I don't get... I don't get the, the, oh, yes, we're playing shit at the minute, but all... You only need, you need your team to click and get a few results, so you're back up there. Uh, no one, the only team, the Spurs and Liverpool, look like they're going to fucking have a scrap to end its season. Everyone else looks competitive with each other. Um, well, the thing is, I think with, with Arsenal, um, if I'm honest, now I can see them finishing about 7th or 8th. Um, I think the top four's gone. Not, not gone as in it's impossible, but I just don't see them... Changing the way they play soon enough to, to get in the position of top four, um, and I, and I do think that you look at teams like even your your Everton's and your Southamptons even you know that are playing. I know it's early days to a certain degree, but you know they're playing some a much better stylish play, way of football. So it's going to be interesting anyway. I think for the next few weeks, uh, I mean Christmas is only what five weeks away. Yeah. We're not actually that far away from Christmas. It's five. Which is madness, um, but it'll be interesting to see. Like you say, Harry, by the time we do get to Christmas, we will have a better picture of, of how things are going to go. So, um, another uh, important game uh, I wanted to, to go on to next, which is it's just my my team. Um, I thought it was a fantastic win, Liverpool uh, against Leicester. I think I know. Obviously, you might have a different opinion of it, but I just think with with the the players that we've lost throughout the season consistently, uh, I don't think there's been a full game week, maybe apart from one or two, where we've had our full team out to, to really go and play. We've got Van Dijk out for majority of the season. Then at the international break, we've lost Gomez for what looks like the rest of the season. Um, is it that bad with Gomez? The, the, what, the, 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 what they've said is he's had surgery. Um, it isn't. It's a knee. It's not a, a knee. A knee that he's already done before. They're not ruling him out yet, but he will be out for a substantial amount. They reckon at the very, very earliest he's going to be back April. At the wow. very earliest. Wow. Um, so uh, obviously, yeah, know, because you fucking absolutely annihilated Leicester. Well, that's Leicester, what I mean. Leicester never got going at no, all I, yesterday. I said this before the game. Brendan Rodgers is a bit of a simp for Liverpool, isn't it? I think. <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to roll over and have his belly tickled. Yeah, he wanted, they didn't, didn't look in, which is weird, because they've been brilliant. Want, I just don't understand why they didn't. I don't know. They just didn't come out all guns blazing. Now they, so if, surely you'd take, take that team news off Liverpool and say, right, this is our chance now to fucking assert ourselves in the league and say, look, we're here to challenge. And they just got absolutely rolled over. Yeah. But it is Anfield, though. I, know, yeah. I understand it is Anfield. Yeah. <laughs> We, we've, we've just gone 64 games unbeaten, you know, which is I think the, only, the only team in English history to have a better record than that is, is Chelsea, isn't it? 
you know, yeah. so. 22 um, more and you're there. How many? 22 more. <laughs> 22? 22 oh, more. I thought it was, don't you know, lie, I thought it was more than that. But 22 80, is, what are you on, 65? It's 87 Chelsea's, is, I think. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, but I think, you know, one player who also deserves a lot of credit um, is since he's well since he's played at centre back is is Fabinho. I think he's been nothing short of exceptional. Yeah. Uh, in in all the games he's played at centre half, he's played against players like, um, you know Lewandowski when he's played at centre half before. He's played, um, you know Jamie Vardy, who notoriously always scores against Liverpool. Yeah. Um, and you know he's he's tend to keep them quiet. Leicester were poor. Let's not get around it. Leicester were probably the poorest they've been all season. Definitely. But for me, I think, like I say, we, we've played a lot of the really tough games already this season with an unsettled squad. So to be joint top at this stage, I think bodes really well for the rest of our season. It shows that even without Van Dijk, we've still got enough to really challenge. I know when Van Dijk was injured, a lot of people said it was done. And then especially when Gomez went out, a lot of people said it was done. And, it, and it, you know, we still might not win the league. But I think what they've shown against Leicester, who have been playing very well, is they can turn up against a strong team with not their best 11 and still get a pretty emphatic result. So for me, it was, it was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's good to see Firmino on the, on the score sheet. You know, he gets, a, he gets a lot of shit, I and mean, rightly so, for the past 12 months. But... Um, you know, he's scored more than Aubameyang. He's scored more than Marshall. He's scored more than Sterling. How many is he on? He's on two, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, Aubameyang's on two. Not in the league, he's not. Yes. If, can someone please check that? Because I know he's wrong. Scored on, like, the second day of the season, scored a penalty against Man U. Scored a penalty against United? Yeah. Scored, is he scored again? Did he? Oh, he scored against Fulham on the opening day. Well, that was Lacazette. Yeah, who scored the I'm penalty? Too. Did Bamiang score the penalty? Well, against Man U, yeah. I don't well, know. Anyway, anyway Bamiang's the best striker in the league, some people are saying. He's joined with Firmino, who's shit. So, um, I, I think, you know, he, one thing for me which I was happy about was he actually played well. Even without the goal, he actually played well. Not one thing that you'd say about Firmino the past twelve months is he's been absolutely shit. Even in his link-up play, which is normally the strength of his performance, he's not been good for, for, for quite some time. So to see him get a little bit of form was 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 good, was positive for me. Um, but like like you say, Leicester Leicester weren't great. No, they're very poor. Um, I want to jump what you said. Like, I think um, I had um, I had a uh, City Dan to win the league at the start of the season. But last night, whether Leicester played poorly or not, people are worried about Liverpool's, you know, strength in depth. That defence was like it's it's nowhere near as good as you can field. But it did the job. It stopped like Vardy's dangerous, dangerous player. You've got. I think you should give give Liverpool yeah, a bit more credit. Because they got Milner playing right back and not Trent. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I, I, I'm not taking the piss. I feel like you are. But... I'm not. I'm not. Of course, I'm not. How's that taking the piss? Can Trent defend? No. Yes. No, we can't. <laughs> God, this agenda stinks. It really does stink. 
One on one, if Vardy was put up against Trent last night, Trent would be fucking untying his legs. He'd be up against Trent. He doesn't play left wing, does he? He plays off the left. <laughs> what are we on about? I'd he like plays to off say the left. that um, the reason that Leicester... We're still talking about Trent and he's not here. You know I mean, <laughs> I'm just putting out facts. Um, one of the reasons that Leicester was so crap is that Harvey Barnes can't hey, finish fuck. his fucking dinner. Jesus Christ! He's fucking crappy. As I've seen his, conver- his conversion rate since he's been at Leicester is like four point three percent or something daft like that. He needs to. He's got the. There's a player in there. Definitely and a out watching him so much because if he could just finish, it'd be so good. But I flicked it on every that. single time, spoons it wide, fucking over the bar. It's, just, I, it's blisteringly annoying to watch him play. I flicked it on last night, and I think it was Fafana put um, Barnes through. Yeah. Right, and he's coming in, and he just slowed down. And yeah, I know. Yeah, clip, yeah. Like, just running it across goal. And then he tried to get a finish off while he was falling average, but pass it to Alisson. So, like, just yeah. fucking hit the ball. I know. Fafana was... Probably Leicester's best player. I think he's a good little player. He's, um, you don't get very. He's a very confident centre back on the ball, and he loves darting forward. I love watching he, that from centre backs. He's, he's got a sick trim as well. Mm. Love. Yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is that, like you said, I think um, obviously you made a good point there about you know Liverpool's strength and depth, and obviously Leicester. Other than this performance. Um, over this performance, I think that they've uh, they've had a good start to the season, given the injuries that they've had. Yeah. Um, I mean, they they are missing key players still. Yeah. Well, a lot of teams are, aren't they? And I yeah. think, um, again, just a touch on it a little bit. You know, both the teams that have started, um, Liverpool and Leicester. Where do we see them finishing now? I think Liverpool will win the league, and I think Leicester. Leicester are still. Leicester have still got a chance of getting Europe, possibly top four. They are still good enough. I don't know what they were up to last night. They went to City on 5-2. I know City aren't what they were at the moment, but that's an impressive result. Last night was weird from Leicester. Yeah. I still think Leicester can get top six, definitely. Top four if they put their ideas up. But they had this problem last season, didn't they? They should have, they should have walked top four and bottled it. So, I mean, from their point of view, you'd hope they won't bottle it. But I think, I think Liverpool will win the league. I take it back what I said about Man City. Delete that podcast. Made myself look very silly. Leicester, <laughs> uh, Liverpool, sorry, will probably win the league. If not them, Spurs. Go on. Um, Liverpool's still coming second, mate. I don't care what you say. Still back in. I've been shown no reason why I'm not. It's not, it's not a bad point. You can only beat what's in front of you. And... We'll save it. For, we'll save it. We'll save the Chelsea talk for when we speak about Chelsea. <laughs> but I do think that Liverpool set down a marker to say, "Come on, then, come and try and fucking beat us." Because Leicester should have gave you a go last night, and they just got rolled over. So it's promising for your. It's promising for Liverpool fans. It's got to be because I haven't seen you. I would have never expected you to play as well as you did with the weakened team. And I'd like to touch on Diogo Jota has managed to revitalise a team that plays like they've revitalised every single week. I don't understand it. He's playing out of his socks. Yeah. And he's been been absolutely incredible for Liverpool. Um, The funny thing is, as well, Wolves let him go. Now they can't score. Yeah. (laughs) 
Well, they never played him. It was well, they did play him, but he was the impact sub, weren't he? And it, he scored more home goals for Liverpool this season than Wolves have. Well, another interesting thing is, is Jota actually broke a, a Liverpool record uh, last night. He'd, he'd equaled one before with, with Luis Garcia, uh, being the first Liverpool player in his first three games at Anfield to score. And, and he scored again at Anfield the other day. So he's the only Liverpool player to score in his first four Anfield games, uh, but in, in all competitions. Um, but yeah, no, I, I agree. Point. I mean, I, I back Liverpool to win the league at the start. Obviously, I'm going to. Why would I not? Yeah. Um, uh, but I just think that, like you say, it's, it, it's getting wins like this is really important. I still think Leicester are going to be up there in terms of fighting for that European place. But Brendan does have a, a problem with getting his teams over the line. Uh, he's shown yeah. that in the past, other than Celtic. He, he, he has a good season and then he, it never quite gets to the... the it always seems like a disappointment, even though it's not. When Liverpool finished second, that was a great result because Liverpool were nowhere near second, but it felt mm. like a disappointment. Leicester last year, fifth place felt like a disappointment, even though they had no right to be in fifth at the start when the season started. So it, it's interesting. Um, but, you know, we've, we've talked in, in, in three, two of the games, we've talked about uh, some title contenders, obviously City, Spurs... Uh, Liverpool I think the next step would be to talk about Chelsea who, you know um, I know I talk a lot about Chelsea but they, they've been playing well you know they, they have been playing well they've been keeping clean sheets albeit Newcastle were, were garbage but yeah. um, I think you know they, they do keep winning games and while they're still winning games my my thing with Chelsea is I, I don't think they've they've faced I think any tough game they've faced they've struggled and I think when they start beating the better teams I'll start worrying a bit more. But, like Storm says, they, they, they only, can only be what's put in front of you. Um, and, and so far, they've been doing that. So, um, obviously, Storm, you um, watched the game. I know most of us did. They're all on telly now. But what were your thoughts about how Chelsea played and, and, and how they look moving forward? I'm just quite glad at the minute that Lampard seemed to have adopted the tactic of going back to the 4-3-3 with Kante holding mid because it solidified, like, even without Thiago Silva, this was my worry because we've not beat Newcastle there for so long. It's been the bogey side. Games like that where sometimes we struggle because there was a period in the middle of the game where we became so sloppy and we're just giving balls away left, right and centre. We're playing Kante in that position He's just your guard if you back four. Literally, he would just... He, so many interceptions, so many tackles. And it, it's a bit like a broken record, really. Like He's just such a quality player in that position, which is he where he could have always played. He looks he looks like he's back to his best, can he, did? I know. We were saying he couldn't it's, play more than three games in a week. but He, he could. If he plays in that role... He's playing out of his skin at the minute, recently. He's, he is, um, he's a very, very good footballer. I, mean, I know we all joke saying, oh, he's washed. But he's not, is he's, he's still... They're still can't, isn't it? It's still can't. I mean, the, the, I wouldn't say worrying, but Timo Werner likes to fucking throw chances away that should really be scoring. But for, to get... He redeemed himself by pulling the assist out, ran from his own half. Yeah, Federico Fernandez, mate, he retired him, basically, because he was fucking jogging past him. Um, well, I, think, I think, yeah, with, with, with Chelsea, I think what really helped you as well 
because obviously one thing that I've, I know we all took the piss and said how much Storm loves to talk about Zia, but he has he has really, really helped the, the way that you play. I think some of the deliveries that he puts in from the wide position is is just fantastic. Yeah, I think the um, overload with um, Reese James at the minute, were, I don't think teams know how to cope with it. I mean, two, one right-footed player and one left-footed player on the right side when the overload happens, as soon as it comes out, no one knows who's going to cross the ball in. So all the defenders are at twos and threes. Like, well, how the it's fuck? A good, we gonna... It's a good situation to have, though. That is. Yeah. Oh, of course it is. Definitely. And people will say, "Why well, are you playing Werner out on the left?" I I agree with it. It's, it's up, his position, though, isn't it? Yeah. Up to a point, I do agree with it because Tammy Abraham scored three and three, and he he not that he's a good link-up player, but. He definitely gives 100% for the team. It's not like he's not out there not trying. Whereas we've had strikers like that in the past that, are, that don't try. So, yeah. I mean, he's not the best striker in the world. He's, pro he's probably not even the best striker at Chelsea. Giroud's arguably, well, I'd say Giroud is much better than Tammy Abraham. But oh, Lampard seems to enjoy using him. And while he's still scoring, I don't see why he shouldn't, shouldn't really No, be. you don't want to change what ain't broken, do you? And no, it's... exactly. That's what I mean. I mean, we've... We have struggled against, obviously, the beginning of the season was up and down for us, fuller. But I think now we've been not grinding out wins because we've had some easy wins. But that the Newcastle game was one that definitely put a bigger smile on my face than the other ones because I expected us to lose. So. I think Mendy's given you back for actual confidence now. Yeah, definitely. Like, I mean... What is Kep? What is there any news on Kep? Or is he just bench one? Well, apparently uh, he what wants. To, he's going. No, apparently he's going out on loan. No one wants to buy him, which is quite obvious. But <laughs> uh, the reason he wants to go out on loan is because he's uh, he wants a spot in the Spain Euro squad. Does he? I want a, I want a spot in the England squad. But yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> does it? Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah he's that's probably not even apparently from the horse's mouth. So yeah. Oh, also. Um, Tamori going out on loan, which I'm a bit gutted about, really, because I actually really like him. Is it? Very good player. Yeah, very where? good. I'm not too sure where, but apparently... He's got he's... written all over it, that. Has. Yeah, he, he didn't get picked for the Newcastle game, and apparently he was expecting, so now he's going to push for a loan. I don't get that, though, because I, I, think, I think Tamori's a good... I think Tamori's a fantastic centre-back, but it's just at the minute, he's not going to get picked over Thiago Silva. If he's working... If you if you keep clean sheets, you're not going to change about four. So. The thing with Chelsea is obviously we spoke about earlier in the season. They looked incapable uh, at the back end of last year, well, most of last year, and and the beginning of this year at, at the right at the start, they looked incapable of keeping clean sheets. Yeah. So to be in a position where you've got a a, a duo that's working, yeah, you keep it um, and and see how long it lasts for, and then don't if it's not broke, don't fix it. Um, exactly, but I do think that you were helped with an absolutely disgustingly poor own goal to begin with as well. Oh God! I um, and how he goal. how he dared to claim that he got pushed over for that? No, his laughable. I the start. <laughs> Federico Fernandez is now joint highest own goals in the league on five since like 2014 or something. Is he trying to catch up Carragher or something? Yeah, it's not a very uh, it's not a very pretty start to have on your name, is it? But I. It don't. It I don't. Uh, it don't surprise me, sorry, because it's just a lump, isn't it? He's got no. He's got no ability or whatsoever. He's just slow. Never defends well. I'd, 
I don't, I'm not sure why Newcastle still pick him. Because that, that got no Fabian, Shaw, Fabian Shaw not play there? Because they had to bring him on as a sub. Mm. And he's not, but he always plays well for his international yeah. side. So Newcastle yeah. annoy me. I said in the group chat, I think whilst it was on, I think you responded to it. Storm like Newcastle got some good players. Sir Maximan Almiron's finally yeah. started to play well. They've got some good players. Um, it, it's another, another classic case of just the manager. He needs to go. There's a few managers like him. Um, it was Mark Hughes for a while, but he seems to have finally fucked off. Just that generation of managers just needs to just piss off the because they're just Brexit boring. Yeah, dinosaur Brexit ball. That's all. I mean, I think Big Sam's getting the Derby job from what I've read, and that's terrifying because he'll oh. do a job. He's a bit of a unique case, Big Sam. Bruce, Bruce needs to just get that's in the bacon, bin. Did you see? That was He's bacon, just... did you? <laughs> all Newcastle, and I've, I've said it, I've not said it on the podcast before. I, I really do dislike Newcastle. I don't. I, I don't. What, what, what? They have been irrelevant since Alan Shearer retired. I've they, always said, just because you've got are, a big stadium, don't mean you're a yeah, big club. They are. They are. I tell you what, they like. Right. I tell you what, who they like. They like QPR or the North. They're just there. They, they don't do anything. Yeah, they're just existing. They just exist. And they think they have some sort of divine right to be a Premier League team because they've got a big stadium. And I hate them. The crap. Where were the last time Newcastle were good? When they had Papisi send Amber Bar? That was a long time ago. We're talking like 10 years ago. They, pro- they, pro- they weren't. Well, they were good then. That's well, not no, no, they were okay then. Yeah, they were they, okay. They, they, they just weren't, had they Papisi say. <laughs> Yeah, but when you when you look about when they were actually good, we're talking when Kevin Keegan was manager. When they had That's NTL, NTL as the squad, they had twenty years N- ago, NTL was still a business. That when they were fucking yeah. This yeah. is what I'm saying. They they've got some good. They've got some good down. players. If they want to be what you think. Well, they seem to think that you know this like massive club. Surely they would like. Well, it's obviously Mike Ashley. He's not interested. But you'd think they'd want to get someone who's not fucking Steve Bruce to manage a player or to manage some players that have got some ability. What? Yeah. I can't. What, why is Sir Maximan signed like a six-year contract, whatever the fuck he signed, because to manage, be managed by Steve? Know, Jano, they know that they can get a lot of money for him. Now, if, if someone buys him, I think that's probably... He, he is such a good yeah. footballer. He's, he's great. He got absolutely pocketed by Rhys James. Yeah. Let's have yeah. a fucking daft, but... He is, on his day, he is a great player. And I mean, he had me... He had, my heart was in my mouth a couple of times when he was running 1v1 at Zuma, but... Yeah, he's, 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 <laughs> a, he's a lovely watch. He's very easy yeah. on the eye. Maximan signing a, a six-year contract isn't that somewhat similar to what happened? I know you won't agree entirely, Storm, but isn't it it's somewhat similar to what happened with Wilfred Zaha when he signed a, a a massive contract extension and now no one wants to go near him? Yeah, same with Jack Grealish. Um, it just seems to me like yeah, you sign him on a massive contract, thinking we'll get a big fee for them. Are they a bit deluded with how much they think these players are actually worth? Pot, well, with Wilfred's off, I mean, you, you, you hate us all, don't you? Yeah. I, 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 I think, he's I just think never they are. Sh- I know he's, he, some people say he's nice on the eye. Yeah, sometimes he scores a nice goal, maybe once every 15 games, but you got Danny Welbeck out here sprinting and chipping keepers, he do, mate, recently. He does play so. in a fucking crap team, though. He does play. I, in I tell team. you, I tell well, you, you, you know if he went to a big team and he proved me wrong, I'd hold my hands up and say, yeah, you proved me wrong, but until then, He's still stinky Crystal Palace striker that yeah, does nothing. That does not a lot. 
But no, that I agree with the with the. Um, I think teams are deluded, especially like smaller clubs, because bigger clubs could just bully you and just say, "Well, we're paying this and that's it." Well, it doesn't help when you see players like Maguire go for eighty million. No, but the thing is, if if like Manu really needed a centre back, right? Like really needed one, and Aaron Maguire just come off the back of the World Cup, obviously, and everyone would like singing his name, and Ed Woodward thought, "Yeah, buzzing, we'll get him." Right, which is why they paid so much. But it's players like Saint Maximan, like you don't, you know, if you think fucking hell, we need a winger that can produce stuff, you you don't think him. He's not. It's not. He's not that type of player that's going to change your team. So I don't think teams are going to pay that much. You no, know, he don't change teams. I think he changes games when he has yeah. a good. If he or, has a good game, but he's yeah, not. I feel like do you know, the problem is right that. Skillful players are sort of not, they don't really get many of them anymore. Like it's burnt out of them, sort of thing. Like it's more, we need to be effective, not let's not showboat and try and beat players because it's not, I don't know. I just, it's pretty annoying to be fair because I'd love to see week in, week out people getting nutmegged, absolutely put on the floor, but you just don't really see it anymore, do you? It's you know, not like it's... a common aspect of the game. Whereas back in the day, it used to be, sort of thing, because yeah. defenders didn't know how to deal with it. Game's gone. Yeah, oh, yeah, game's gone, mate. We're talking about St. Maximum, obviously, with the, with the contract that they've put on him, you'd think realistically that Newcastle are probably hoping to try and get a, a transfer fee of, at the very least, 50, 60 plus. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's, that's what they're looking That's I know they won't, but that's what they're looking at. And the reason why it baffles me is because 50, 60 million, right, is a lot of money. Now, only really the big clubs can really pay that money. Now, if you're a big club, let's say you're Chelsea, Manchester United, let's forget Manchester United, but Chelsea, City, Liverpool, Spurs, whatever, all them good sides. Oh, and yeah, we'll throw the rip-roaring gunners in there if you want, Harry, yeah? You can't put Chelsea in big club, fuck you know. But no, but no. But <laughs> the best, <laughs> best teams in the league, anyway. So let's be real, I know that we're not. Yeah, but best team, best teams in the league. Let's forget this big club. Box. Teams, teams with best, power best, to buy. Best teams in the league, yeah. If, if, if you're a, a team, a top, one of the top clubs, do you spend sixty plus million on someone who doesn't make your first eleven? No, because no. Saint Maximin doesn't make any of the top clubs first eleven. He's no. a great option off the bench. That's it. And it's nice to bring him get a chance at a team like that, though. It would, but my point, my and the thing is, only it's only really Premier League clubs that spend the big money. Like, when do you see like Juventus spend seventy million on a player? Really? A bar Ronaldo, they don't. Bar Ronaldo. Bar Ronaldo, they don't. They get people on free. Yeah, and like Munich don't really spend money like a lot. It's, it's no, Premier how much did they pay for Sarni? What did they pay for Sarni? Forty million. Fucking, I reckon I've got the. Transfer fee on my desk. I was to pay for him, and it's like, like if say if Liverpool put now signed Jota on a contract and wanted fifty million from at some point, that's more realistic because he's coming from a bigger club. Because yeah. the thing is, bigger clubs can hold out for transfer fees. That's why, obviously, like bigger clubs can say, "Well, oh, we won't sell him, man." Whereas Newcastle, if someone comes knocking for Sam Maxburn. For thirty million, they're gonna to have to take it. 
Yeah, Mike Ashley will be thinking. I've got, He'll be thinking. I've got some more high street brands I need to be buying here, mate. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, do you know what that pisses me off the most about Newcastle? The stadium is literally just an advertising board for Mike Ashley. It's just a, a shrine to his filth. All it needs is a big statue of him. Spazzing mugs and fucking... Oh, mate, it's grim. Sporters Direct plastered everywhere. It's oh, House of Fraser now, too. He's got them. That's been in a closing down sale since 2016. He's saving them. He's saving them all. <laughs> it's just a hole, isn't it? It is. But yeah, fuck Newcastle. Yeah, fuck <laughs> Newcastle. Newcastle, we know. I mean, like we said at the, at, um, at the beginning, they're one of them teams. They'll lose three in a row, win two in a row, and they'll probably yeah. finish 15th. Yo-yos. They'll finish about 15th. There's a lot of clubs worse than Newcastle in this league. Yeah, yeah. Chelsea, Chelsea, again, obviously, we've got to literally touch on, you know, where we think they're going to go. I mean, I for the start of the season, I've backed them as third. Um, I still think until they start beating some of these top sides... I still think that's roughly where they're going to be. But what do you lot think about that? Chelsea? Who's that? Sorry, Chelsea. Chelsea. Um, Chelsea. I, I think I think genuinely, I'm I'm not a, a Chelsea fan by any stretch of the imagination. But I can appreciate when a team's playing well, and I think Chelsea could beat Liverpool at, at the minute. I do, and the we've already beat them, isn't it? Well, that's what I'm saying at the minute, not in the past. Mm-hmm. We don't. When I roll, you, when played I roll a, you, probably, you played as a fucking lowest point, didn't you? When, Kepa was, when Kepa's future was up in the air and he was fighting to make do the most <laughs> stupid thing ever. Fighting to get on you've been framed. But you I, think, I, it, I think any of, any think, of the top... Yeah, of course you do. Any of either Spurs, Chelsea, Liverpool... Uh, maybe, I don't think we'll sit there because they can always pull us away. So. Um, the, the team I'm most looking forward to playing in the top six is Man City. I'm looking yeah, I agree. I would do. I can't wait. Timo Werner against that Ruben Diaz, mate. I can't wait. <laughs> I actually can't. I think, I, I, no, I do. I think, I think Chelsea are going to have quite a good season. If the, if, if the team stays fit, but obviously because that about most teams, if, if yeah. they stay fit, I think, I think they, they could... Well, I wanted to ask Briglett as well because I know a few weeks ago Briglett made the prediction that Chelsea weren't going to finish top four. No, I, I still don't think they'll finish top four, man. I think um, I think the problem is uh, maybe I'll wait again. Maybe I'll wait like you're saying because uh, what did, was it you that said they've been playing well? They, they beat Newcastle. They, we, I'd like to see them. I'd li- I'm looking forward to seeing you play like City and like Spurs and Spurs Liverpool next. again. We've got Spurs at the weekend. Spurs right, the there week. you go. Ask me next week. Because if you can go, even if you lose to them, the if you put in a performance, then they're fine. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I just, I still just think, I still just think they're not... I don't know. Not, th- not this season. Not this season, Chelsea. Next season, maybe Chelsea. I still yeah, don't I think this season, I've, Chelsea. And I still like, don't I, think Frank. I think but, it's a fair, valid but, point because there's so many teams that are performing. But uh, until I see otherwise, I mean, Mourinho's still not beat Lampard. I mean, he's beat him on penalties in the cup, but he's still not beat us in the league, which is a I, pretty, My pretty biggest gripe with Chelsea is, is Frank. It is Frank. I think your squad is a, it is a good. Your attacking off is fucking really good. But I just I, I just don't think if you had, if you had a better manager, like for instance, say if you got Pochettino in, fucking out, you rolling. You know, the, my gripe with that 
opinion is right. Like, I don't know that people say, fuck Frank, not a very good manager, but I didn't think we'd be playing as well as we've been playing under Lampard. I mean, we actually, it's actually nice to watch. Yeah. I thought that we'd be trying to play football that's nice to watch and not winning, but this season, we're actually like, the way that we break teams down and we're pressing packs, like, I just, I never thought that, I didn't think that Lampard, because Lampard's a bit of an old school player, Maybe yeah. not old school, but I thought that he'd maybe go four two three one, and we're going to sit back, and then we'll counter-attack. Whereas we're actually going to teams and saying, right, we're going to play through you, regardless yeah. of what you're trying to do. So, what you say about Chelsea and also Spurs, um, that, that's really important for them this year, is this may be Chelsea and Spurs a fantastic opportunity to win the title because you've got Liverpool who are, you know, half the defence is in, out for the season. Uh, Man City don't look the same. Um, it's, it is a time for someone to, to really have a go at them and, and put them under some significant strain. I do think Man City will be up there. Uh, I think Man City, at the end of the day, if they win the game in hand, I think they're only two points behind you, aren't they? So, yeah. it, it's, it's not panic stations just yet. No. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I do think that for Chelsea, it's... It's a real chance for them to, to challenge. It's ne- next week, the weekend's the turning point. Mm. I think. I think if we can go and beat Spurs with a good performance, I think people. Yeah, that's might, what I'm. That, that's might, what I'm thinking. Might that's what I'm thinking. Take us a bit more serious. I might take you more serious. I know I can keep saying Chelsea. But I think Chelsea going to win the league because we can only beat what's in front of us. I do understand that we we haven't played many really good teams, but we've been. It's not like we've not been scraping past the crap teams. We've been blowing them away. Like 4-0, 4-1. Do you know what I mean? 3-3 yeah, yeah. against West Brom. Like, blowing him away. Blowing him away. Well, yeah. oi, mate, if you... 3-3 three, three against Southampton, blowing him away. first half of the West Brom game, we absolutely mullered him. Well, that's that football <laughs> word, Storm. So, you've <laughs> done me, man. That's it. Yeah, no, sorry. That's well, the end of that. I think that's the perfect time to go for a break, I think. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, while, we, while we just take in what he's just said there. <laughs> And uh, we're back again, brief break, uh, discuss what we're going to kind of put into the main talking points again. But um, yeah, yeah, the, you know, one thing that uh, we always like, it's a fantastic part of the show, um, United Slander. And I know they've won, but fuck them, we're going to slander Oh, anyway. United Slander anyway. Oh, 385. Oh. Yeah, I mean, they, they've, they've won 1-0, the first home league game of the season, what they fucking do, it was West Brom. So I'm going to open the floor up and say, go on, lads. What have we got to say about this? Part right. I had, um, I think we all had West Brom to go down. Still do. Do we? Yep. Yeah. Right. Crap. I, I don't. Brilliant. I don't anymore. But How? They, how? Because they generally don't look that bad. And they were fucking robbed. Manu have, have robbed another team from three points. Yeah. It's his fucking joke. I don't know what's going on with the referee. What's the ref's name? The the, the bloke who's a Manu fan who was the ref. What's his name? Uh, David, David Coote. He's from, from Nottingham. It was the he? same bloke, Harry, that, that didn't see the Van Dyke tackle on, on Pick, yeah. the Pickford thing. He, he <laughs> <got a lot laughs> so, 
he wasn't he he was dropped as the wasn't he supposed to be refereeing another game? I'm he sure was he, was supposed supposed to, to, he was supposed to be VAR for Liverpool v Leicester. That's it. But he, he got dropped from that it. to then be the referee for the Manu game, right? What's going on there? If if you're getting dropped from refereeing because you're shit, you shouldn't have anything to do with any games. True. And the the penalties, the penalty situation is is a joke. I think that was Man U's 29th penalty this year. Was it this year in a, in a year? I uh, just say, if, if, whether you think that the Bruno Fernandes and Conor Gallagher coming together was a penalty or not, West Brom should have been awarded a penalty for the way that Bruno protested it. Yeah. Honest to God, I've never, ever, ever, ever wanted to punch a footballer so much in the face more than I have Bruno at that period of time. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so... I hate it so much. I do. There was like 10 players around the ref and they were all just kicking off, but my ruffle feather, I thought it was a pen. It was a penalty. It was a penalty. It was a penalty. If if that... if The the thing is, if if people are protesting that isn't a penalty... Go and look up every other penalty that gets given. Yeah, it's penalties are given for in far today's less rules, than It should be a penalty, and I know we want it to be given because it's Man United, but it's West mm-hmm. Brom at the end of the day, and they're fighting. They, they gave Man U a good go. They definitely they deserved a point. Slaven Bilic would have been livid after that game. I, I'm I know surprised he didn't throttle Ola. I know. I think that penalty would have been extremely soft. However. You know, how many times does that get given at Old Trafford the other way? So Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is what I mean. It's just... It... I'm, I'm with you on that one. Um, but like you say, I mean, Man United, once again, um, bereft of ideas, relying on a, on a handball to, or a penalty to, to get them three points. And it's... I would love to say that, you know, this is a new thing, but it happens time in and time again. Um, all the time. It's all know, the time. I know we were talking uh, when we were kind of on the break about these uh, the goalkeepers and, and how goalkeepers are meant to save penalties these days. Now, for me, I think if a goalkeeper goes a tiny bit off his line, where's the advantage? Uh, where's yeah. the advantage to... to the, the, I mean, Sam Johnston came out and said, well, if we can't go two yards off our line, why can the attacker hop, skip and jump and hit the penalty? He in? was absolutely excellent, by the way. Yeah, he was fantastic. absolutely Traffic brilliant performance, performance for him. He, I didn't realise he was product of Man United youth. Yeah, he was, yeah. So he, he, he deserved he, a clean he, sheet. Yeah, he was guns blazing there trying to get that clean sheet, bless him. And another thing with Man U's penalty, there was a, a, a blatant, blatant foul about five yeah. seconds before. Yeah, there was. And... Yeah, and, surely that gets picked up in the old, like, phase of play, bollocks. But apparently it didn't. No. And no, that's not relevant. It, it's 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 a fucking joke. It's only relevant it when it's not Old Trafford, Brigley. Yeah, you know, you know the story, mate. yeah. It, it, does, it's it honestly does. It is um, starting to feel that way with the way the amount of decisions that go Man U's way. Is it's it's touching on corruption. It's it's that ridiculous. It is, and you can all laugh, right? Hey, Fergie's but there pulling the strings, mate. There is there, there comes a point where you Fergie. can go. You can go, oh, they just get luckier. There's a point where it goes beyond luck. Like, say if let, let, let's 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 think of a little situation here, right? We'll take a ran, random bloke off the street, never watched football in his life, right? Sit him down, get him to watch games for the past year, and watch all the decisions that go my news way, and try and convince him that 
there isn't something going on because it's fucking ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Do, Man United, not... but the, the, uh, do you think that Man United just now play for it because they just expect it? Yeah, but there's playing for it, but then there's playing for it in the decisions being made, but the decisions being incorrect. It's all right. I don't mind teams playing for penalties and the the, the calls being penalties. Yeah, it's when it's not. That's a fair point. It's when it's not. Like, yeah, teams, most attackers play to get fouled. Like, it's part of the game. game But it's when it's when when it comes to a point where they get fouled, but it's not a foul and it isn't a penalty. Like the handball. The handball again. We've talked about this every week, right? It's not (laughs) fucking handball. Every single game, I think. It's not handball. It it just it just isn't handball. And the same thing. The thing is, in this weekend's fixtures, so that was given as a that was given as a penalty. The the defenders looking not even at the ball. He's looking the complete opposite direction, right? Tucks his elbows in to keep himself smaller to the ball in his hand. Ball hits his hand, right? Liverpool game. Matip, waved at the ball. Waves at it. Arsenal leads. Bamian takes a shot. Fucking Lee's defender just just literally hits his forearm in blocking the path of the ball. Nothing. But because it's man you, it's like, oh no, no, penalty. It's a penalty. Well to it, be fair, I was when I was just... watching it, when I was watching it live, um, because you know, you see the ball hit a player, play against Man United, his arm in the box, and I just instantly knew it was gonna be a penalty. Now you know what's gonna happen. Just you can see it coming a mile away. Yeah, um, and uh, I, I'm, I'm not going to go as far as conspiracy, but it <laughs> is it's 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 bad. Um, and and like you say, I mean, how many penalties in a year? It's it is baffling um, that they, that they do keep getting them. But one thing about United is the style of play. I mean, just going away from the penalties for a second, because it seems all we talk is penalties on this show at the moment. Um, Style, I, I know, but the style of play that they've got is so bad that West Brom managed to really give them a game. Yeah, um, that's Brom, the thing. They're, they're just awful. They're still just awful to watch. But they're doing yeah. that thing, like a few good wins. This is the thing. Ollie gets a couple of good wins, a couple of decent performances. Then this sort of thing happens again. So it's fine by me. I keep keep coming because they're, they're, they're going nowhere. Yeah. Well, what I wanted to say was because I, I know um, one thing I like doing when um, after the weekend fixtures have played, I like looking at the big teams and looking at their next few fixtures. Um, has, has anybody looked at United's fixtures? Because I've got more players. I don't know what no, they've got. No, no. no, no. Um, uh, so their next game in the Prem is Southampton away. See that? that Southampton. Will, I think Southampton will do them other. They've, they've then got West Ham away. Which, yeah, you'd probably think they'd win that game. But still, it's Man United at the moment. We don't know. West Ham are actually currently about eighth. Um, we've got... Then they've got the Manchester derby at home. They'll win that. They've then got... They've then got Sheffield and Leeds, which... Oh, do you know what? If, oh, Sheffield Le- Leeds, Leeds. If Sheffield the first win, mate, that'd be fucking... I, I would love, though, Leeds to beat them. And then, and then Boxing Day... They've got Leicester away. I mean, that's that's not an easy running game. Those, they could quite easily, the way they're playing, go through those games and win maybe two of them. I know we said that last time, and they probably won three of them. Well, but, we said that against all the Champions League games, and they've absolutely smoked everyone, didn't they? But 
but I mean, it's the problem is with Manu, the form's so up and down. They haven't got it's not even form, they haven't got uh, form. Yeah, it's, it's not bad form, or good. It? It's just like uh, the, yeah, some days, some days they're up for it, some days they're not. I don't know, it's really weird, sort of. I agree, aura around them at the minute. Like, yeah, yeah they're still above City. Yeah, well, that's because, <laughs> like I said, City and CAC. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, they just, I, I just can't, I can't see. Yeah, do you know what I reckon, Harry? The opposite, what you think. Do you know how you think Southampton will beat him? Now, Southampton, good start to the season, playing well. United will go there and play brilliantly. But I'm telling you, they'll play brilliantly and win like 3-0. And people will be loving it. That's what they'll do. And then who have they got after Southampton? West Ham away. Then they'll lose to West Ham away. So they'll go to Southampton, who've been really good this season, and they'll play as well as they possibly can do. And then... Then they'll drop a point again. They won't yeah. lose to Southampton. They'll comfortably beat Southampton now. Comfortably, yeah, I agree. Comfortably. Like yeah. two or 3-0, just a brilliant performance out of nowhere. Then they'll struggle against West Ham. Yeah. Maybe not lose, maybe draw. There, there was yeah, some positives from the game, though. Uh, Martial's finally got a shot on target. Great. Yeah. Is, well, he, had, massive, he had two, actually, because uh, he had two shot on target. Um, Slow down. He, he likes to do that. Thing. He he does this weird thing, don't he? Do you know where he jumps up for a header in the box and heads it with the back of his head when he's not looking at the goal? Yeah. And they always seem to go on target. He did it against. He scored with it against Chelsea last season. I, it's a really weird technique that he's got. Got, but it seems it's to weird, work every. It seems to work every time. Yeah. He's still not scored though, has he? So no, he's still not scored. I don't, I can't see him scoring. Well, probably go and score again. He scored a trick against Southampton like he did last season. Yeah. Announced yeah. himself on the scene. The young French winger. Where, 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 do you, where, where do United finish this season? Georgia, like eighth, ninth, crap. Awful. I think it's a fight between Manu and Arsenal because it could be shitter, genuinely. <laughs> Cause and you're currently edging that, aren't you? We're, cur- we're currently ahead. <laughs> currently ahead in that, in that uh, thing. But, yeah, well. Um, but, but yeah, obviously, you know, I do love talking bad about United, but we do have to move on. Um, a, a little bit about Aston Villa. Um, just, just briefly talking about Aston Villa because they had a, a really good start and then they've now lost three out of the last four games. I can't remember which game they won. Um, no, me neither. Um, something to do with the Emirates, I, I don't know. Oh, I think, yeah. Um, uh, but they, they, they do look to hit a little bit of a... Um, a freeze at the moment. I know Barkley came off very early doors in the game injured, which is a big blow to them, the way he's been playing. Um, but it was a bit of a dodgy performance, I thought, with them. I didn't think they were very good at all. Yeah, they seem to have lost a bit of the spark. But I don't know whether that's because teams are starting to work out how to play. Uh, pretty much every every bit of decent attack play comes through Graylish or Barkley. So, I, it's, it, I, I don't know. Well, it's going to be just Grealish now, isn't it? Well, yeah. Barkley's going to be out for at least six weeks. Is, is he? Do... Oh, that's a really, that's, I'm really, pretty good about that. I'm not going to lie. I was well, it's it's yeah. one of those injuries, isn't it? I mean, I, I, I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but every one of those injuries so far looks to be at least a month. Yeah. yeah definitely. Every single one of them. Uh, especially with the way that the games are so quickly. You know, he, he, might, he might come back just before Christmas. Maybe. I don't know. But... Yeah. Um, I think teams are just going to isolate Grealish now. I know, I know it's, it's easy to say that. Obviously, he's a very good player and some teams will struggle, but 
when you play teams that the ball goes through mostly one or two players to actually get anything going, it's not hard to stop. A lot of um, Villa's goals don't come from their strikers either. Their strikers no. are absolutely awful. They're not great, are they? Samata, Wesley. I don't know. Ollie Watkins. Oh, no, they've got Watkins. What am I oh, about? Yeah. Terribly sorry. I completely forgot about Aaron Ollie Watkins. Their top goal scorer. Yeah, ignore that. Apologies. That was before. This was before <laughs> they signed Ollie Watkins. I was thinking of my bad guys. But no, I I get what you mean though. A lot, pretty much all their play comes through two players, mm. and then, you stop that, you stop the team. So, I think I, a, I don't know. It was an important win for Brighton as well. There's been a lot of uh, style without substance. I think this season Brighton they played. A, I think they, they play all right and then lose. I think Brighton uh, have been a little bit unlucky, maybe with the fixtures. Yeah, I agree. I don't. I don't think they're a bad side winning. at all. So I mean, they've not been winning. That's the thing. But I do think they've been. I, I think Graham Potter can probably feel a little bit hard done by by the way that results have gone. That Man U game sticks out, doesn't it? That yeah, was fucking they play, absolute they play, robbery. It's not like they play bad football because they actually do play nice football. But, but that's why I say you need a bit of substance to go with what you're playing with. You know, it's easy to say, oh, they play nice football, but they lose. It's yeah. good to see that they actually finally got a result over the line. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, so it was good to see that. I know Paul was, would have been very happy with that. Um, but yeah, I think moving on from, from that game, I think what I wanted to, to focus on a little bit was uh, Sheffield United. Um, we, we've spoken a lot about Sheffield United and, and how a lot of us think they're going down this year. They, they, um, they, for me, are as good as down. Um, but I, what I want to do is, is compare them slightly to some of the absolute garbage teams of the Premier League era. Um, I'm worried. There's, there's some that, that pop into my mind. Uh, without going into Derby, uh, remember Sunderland back in the day? Yeah. Yeah. Huddersfield a few years ago. Huddersfield, uh, Villa. When they yeah, that Villa down. side that went down was fucking awful. Um, so, you know, those teams, I mean, how does Sheffield compare to them? I know you've said, said they're brilliant, but you're worried. Why is that? I think Sheffield United, have, they've certainly got it within them to um, to break Derby's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful record of being the shittest team in the Premier League. Was it 11 points? 11. 11. So they're so the 10 off. They need 11 more. No, I, I don't want to, because if they equal it, that's just as bad. They need 11 more. Yeah. They need to get to 12 points. And, uh, could you see them getting 12 points? That's four wins. So I beg your pardon. Three wins and a couple of draws. I don't know. I, I can't well, say to, to 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 brighten your your day up a little bit, Briggs. Um, when, have got, when have they got West Brom at home? That's what I'm here for. Derby were on six points by this time in that season. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but the thing is, though, the thing is with Derby, Derby only won one game all year, wasn't it? They beat Newcastle, and it was in September. One nil. And then they drew against Newcastle. Newcastle just yeah. beat them. <laughs> um, but like you said, I, I do. I do think it's a bit early to be saying that they, they're going to beat Derby. I think, but I do think that if if we're still at this point by January when they're on three, then we can start talking. But there's still there's still there's still at least six or seven games where if they win a couple, I'm not saying they will. It just, I just, just my, scares my, me every year. I get worried. My thing with Sheffield is, is teams can they've they've only got one way of playing under Chris Wilder, right? They've got they've literally got that 
just spam all your players forward as soon as you win the ball, right? They're doing that and they're not scoring. They've not got a manager that's tactically fucking au fait with playing different types of football. That, that style of football has got them to where they are now and they ain't going to change it. He ain't going to change it because they can't. No. That, 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 that team on paper is fucking shit. That team, that, their, their squad on paper it's... has only gotten this far because of the way they play. If they start playing, trying to play any other style of football, it's only going to get worse. They're actually playing this year how I thought they'd play last year. Same. They're relying on who they're relying on Oliver McBurney and fucking David McGoldrick to score goals. David McGoldrick in the year 2020, nearly 2021. It's not good. (laughs) How many goals have they scored? One, two? Um, You keep talking, I'll figure that out. I'm sure they've they've, they've scored less than five. Um, I'm just looking at the table now. And um, the, I, I can't, I can't, I genuinely can't see a way out for them. Sheffield United, they've scored four goals, right? And they've conceded fifteen, right? There Ooh. we go. So Ooh. they're they're on minus eleven goal difference in in November. Funnily enough, not the lowest goal difference in the city of everyone. West Brom have minus twelve because they've conceded eighteen. <laughs> Still. I, I, I genuinely, genuinely cannot see a way out for him. <laughs> Harry, West Brom are going to stay up. They conceded 18 goals. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, there's only one thing that matters. Odo, how many goals have Liverpool conceded? Uh, yeah, we'll move on. Yeah, 18, 19, 17? 16. Like that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> right, so it doesn't fucking matter how many conceded, as long as you're putting ball in net. But they, yeah, well, they, they, they conceded and not putting the ball in the net. So I've had, I've had a look. West West Brom have scored two more. They've scored. West Brom scored two more. We gave them a leg up with that. And uh, yeah, it's yeah. nice of you. They, they've they've actually scored half their amount of goals against you, Storm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's a stat. <laughs> That's wild. But, yeah, on on Sheffield, they they they're fucked. And I, I genuinely think if. By Christmas, January time, if they're not on less than five points, I think they'll do it. I, 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 I think, think they'll do it. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I think they are just they're, they're so bad to watch. <laughs> I mean, Arsenal is shit to watch, right? But Chef you, fuck me. When, but it's where they should be. They shouldn't be in the Premier League anyway. They're lucky to be there. Well, when I seen West Ham versus Sheffield, I even thought I'm going to play weekend league on FIFA. That's how much I was interested in that game. I might just go and stare at a wall instead of watching that. <laughs> I fucking dross. Um, so, so we're all saying Sheffield are going to stay up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, back to the pre- fucking podcast previews, mate. I had a ninth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I had them. I had them. I had them sixteenth or seventeenth. I had them stay up. Just. I thought they were good. I, had, I thought they were going to shake that second season syndrome. I'd really thought that. But the way they fucking they've got a hard case of second season. <laughs> syndrome. They've got the biggest case I think I've ever seen. They're in the ICU at the minute. I mean, to to put it to your point, Storm. You know, if they were to finish ninth, um, <laughs> they would need to already overturn a thirteen-point deficit. <laughs> so. Um, it's looking Wait, sticky, stranger it? things have happened, lads. Yeah, it has. Yeah, um, they have. They have tough, tough. Sorry, mate, go on. No, 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 no. I'm saying they're going to need no. a fucking run I'll, um, I'll fucking <laughs> eat my laptop if they finish night. <laughs> well, I think, you know, 
talking about teams going into the championship is a perfect segue into our lovely little championship club that we live in, um, which is Nottingham Forest, and we've got. Um, a, a, a we've really, got boys George by the looks of it. We've got a really enthusiastic Nottingham Forest supporter with us, Briglet. Um, yes. Go, go, go into your favourite ground. So tell us a bit more about it. Um, well, we lost this weekend. Um, we lost to, to Barnsley, which is unlike Forest of late. They normally lose to Barnsley. The thing is with this one is I, I'm not, not took the pace. Well, we lost we lost to Barnsley twice. Lost to him one 0 at the end of last season when we just needed a point to get a playoff. And then Sabri's men went there in the um, the you know the uh, Carabao Cup and lost one nil, and that was fucking awful to watch as well. But the thing is, with the game the other day, we actually played well. Probably one of the better performances we've had under Hewen, creating some nice stuff. There was actually some nice soccer on display. It was. It was better. It was much better. We could have... Um, Guerrero had two or three chances. Another day, scoring two. Taylor had like a big header. The keeper made a good save. But it's a weird one. It was a weird defeat, that. I wasn't, like, completely, like, just... What's the word? Like, just disinterested and just, like, confused by it. Like, with, with, when we lost there last season, we played, like... I think we played, like, three defensive midfielders. And it was clear that Sabri wanted to draw. There was none of that from Hewan. We played really well. Knockout probably his best game. Lolly was, like, getting to the stages where he used to be. He used to be one of the fucking best players in the league. But he just disappeared recently. He was really good. So, Breaks. it was weird to lose 2-0. Weird. My friend. Go on. A stat. A stat. Right, I don't like yeah. where you're going uh, with this. So, obviously, Forest of how many strikers signed two strikers? Yeah, signed two strikers in summer. We did, yeah. Yeah, no, no team in the championship has missed more big chances than Forest this season. Uh, that's missed done. Twenty-eight big chances. Now, is that a problem? With, Grab, is that, Grabben, is that, Grabben was really out of form before his injury, which is the problem. Gravel was really out of form. That's that's uh, handicap that a little bit then. Massively, Graben's missed the most chances in the league. I think. I think he's had like ten or twelve clear chances and missed them I all. He's not like scored. He hasn't scored. Lyle Taylor's been pretty prolific, really, since he's come in. He scored like four in his last three or something. Is he so, injured? I heard he got injured the weekend. Who Taylor? Yeah. Or is that I fucking out? Is that I, not? I, <laughs> I fucking hope not. I don't know. Don't say Breaking that to me. news. <laughs> I mean, I didn't want to drop that on you, but I'm pretty sure Cook said he got injured. Yeah, because uh, I, I watched the game, Briggs, and uh, in fact, Guerrero has to play ever again. It's, it's going to be a long old season. I, I, I quite like I, I, I quite like Guerrero. I'll have to shut you down there. I quite like Guerrero. He's not. A, I don't know why he thinks he's a striker because he's fucking not one. But he's one of them who just like works proper hard. Like him, he, oh. he his influence is what you need up front. And then Taylor scores the goals. That's the system that I think we're going for. I I have a massive problem in football when people say, "Is this? Is this?" But B works hard. Right? <laughs> I have he, honestly. He works, he works hard, but it, it makes a difference what does he does. It? It, not particularly against that against Barnsley, no. But a lot of people say that about Ryan Yates. And, oh, he works hard. But people say that about players who have got no other ability than working hard. It's the only time anyone ever says, oh, but he works hard. Because the crap at football. 
what we've got to worry about with Forest, just to get back to, is the Nick. I'm sure. I think someone. I think Storm might have mentioned it in one of the uh, many group charts. Is the the worrying fixture list. We've got, got Bournemouth on Tuesday. Then I believe it's like in no particular order, like Watford, Reading. You play second to sixth in the next. Race. Yeah, we're 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 up against all the playoff, the top six. It is that is thinking, but at the end of the day, it's the championship. So. It, if out of these six games or five games, we can come out with a six couple points. of wins and, you know, move up the table slightly, I'll fucking take that. I will very much take that because it is going to be a long There are long gaps season. forming. There are gaps starting to form. Now, yeah, there's, already, there's, already a, there's already a problem. Uh, there's already a problem. You can cash out on the bet for a fiver, mate. No. What's the bet? Cute and gone before the end of the season. See, we won't be gone before the end of the season. We need to give can you back. Can you back members of the bet? Because I'd like to place five pounds on that, please. Uh, Hugh won't be gone because Hugh and Hugh, Hugh's a good manager. Well, and well, quite, my thinking is, Chris, you got it's not a it's not a crazy thing to say, is it? We know what Forest are like with the Forest, managers. Yeah, Forest, That's all. Yeah. But my my question to you, mate, is if if let's say we sack Hugh and before before the end of the season. Yeah. What is the point of me continuing? But then, because what are we going to get in next? What yeah, are we going to Briggs? Make? That has what been next? said. Who next? Oh, yes, but that has for been, everybody. That has been. How many managers? He's absolutely howling. There's no one left. There, there we, is. We've. Oh, we've been through every. I'm not having this conversation. We're, we're, we've been through every fucking manager known to man. Every type of manager. Chris Hewton is surely the best we can get. And if he doesn't work, just give up. Just give up. I'd happily get relegated if Hewton goes, happily go down to League One. <laughs> I could, I'd love it. I'd love to go down to League One. Well, you'd be Derby at the moment. Well, Derby can come with us because they're fucking garbage. So no, Forrest and Derby gonna, on League One go. tour. Nah, not with Big Sam. If Big Sam comes into Derby, they'll be fine. Yeah, that's that is concerning. That, if there's if there's ever a cookie cutter for a big Sam job, oh, that is it. Shite form, can't score, can't win a game, need to stay up. There's only one man you call, well, that's Big Sam. He'll be there, born in the gravy train. If, if, with his silos of fucking bisto. <laughs> silos of bisto, eating packets <laughs> of cheese and onion on bog. He'll be fucking, he'll, <laughs> he'll sort them out, they'll be fine. Well, Rooney will be fucking reborn under him, mate. Yeah. <laughs> fucking old in mid. Tune <laughs> you know, that ball up top. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a sticky time for Nottingham Forest. Um, I, I, I mean, obviously, you know, hopefully you get some nice results coming up. That'll be lovely. That'll be lovely, um, mate, yeah. Um, but I think... It ain't happening. Just, just to kind of um, go, go over, you know, one of the things we've, we've pulled through the past couple of weeks is uh, is the L of the week, where we usually pick um, a particular moment that we think is garbage and that deserves to be laughed at. Can um, I can I just interject quickly? Yeah, go on. I do have a late nominee for this. Well, we're putting him, we're putting him to a poll anyway, aren't we? Oh yeah, sorry, my bad. Yeah. yeah. So um, we've got you know we've got a couple of uh, options. Normally we choose it, but. We're gonna we're gonna put it out to the public. So Harry, do you want to put your nomination in there first? The penalty shootout in the MLS the other day oh, was quite possibly oh, one of the greatest 
five minutes of football I, I've ever seen. I think never... this. I think that this right. Sh- this is how every penalty shootout should be. He's out and everything. It was fucking unbelievable watching. Teams thinking they'd won despite needing to score another penalty. Keepers, the, some the of the out- worst taken penalties I've ever seen. The outfield player's penalty save was potentially yeah. one of the greatest saves I've ever seen. I, in a- <laughs> I think I think that my favourite bit of that is obviously the goalkeeper gets sent off, and they try and make a substitution. And, and it gets to the point where the player actually puts his kit on, the sub-goalkeeper, gets in the net, and the, key, and the ref goes, oh, wait, you can't make subs during a penalty shootout, and then sends him, and then sends him back. Now, I mean, I, mean I, I agree, we should. I, think, I mean, we've already said we're going to put it to a poll, but I do think that surely has to be a winner. It, um, it was, it was, it, I've never seen anything like it. So, we've got that number one. And I'm I'm confident in that one. Um, number two, if you've not seen it, by the way, watch it. It's we'll put the we'll attach the link. Yeah, to we, the, yeah, uh, yeah. To that, do that in the Twitter. Number two, um, whoever Fulham's penalty coaches. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> what 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 did we have for number three? I, I think we need to have a special mention for Ronald Koeman, leading Barca to one of the worst seasons in their history at the minute. Yeah, he's got to be in there. Where are they? Twelfth. Twelfth, and he's uh, he's the first Barcelona manager to lose to Diego Simeone in the league. Is he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really? Atletico's yeah. record against Barca is terrible. He's so what about when Atletico went there and won the league at the New Camp? They drew, yeah. didn't they? Oh, did they draw? Did they draw? Sorry, I knew that they, I couldn't remember because I remember because Barcelona only let four hundred Atletico fans in, didn't they? Yeah. Well, Messi, went, Messi normally absolutely destroys them. That's his, one of his favourite teams to play against. But let's uh, be real. I think every team's his favourite team to play against. No, no. Atletico is specifically... His special favourite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He scored about 20... Odd, I think he's scored almost 30 goals against him or something. That's crazy. Fucking it's, it, I, remember, I, remember, I remember the amount, some of the goals he scored against Courtois when he was there was fucking horrible. Oh, yeah. um, when Courtois was at Chelsea, he had a field day that time when we went to the new camp. Fuck me. He megged him three times. Wasn't that, <laughs> wasn't that the first time he'd scored against Chelsea? He needed to have Courtois in that for him to start yeah, scoring yeah. against him. Um, but yeah, so I think, I don't know, we'll go with them three. We'll go with them three. Yeah, That's, we'll go with them three. They're, they're three solid shouts. Uh, well, I think what we should do is, is for, for each, if each uh, option of the poll, we'll post a little bit of extra information so you can context. look at it. Uh, you can see the penalty shootout. You can see Fulham's penalty miss. Joe, we took the took the Luckman one in there as well, so you can have that as well. Oh dear! And um, and uh, oh, Joe, you know and the Mitrovic one as well. Yeah, they missed three. Yeah. Um, and then and then also, you know, drop a photo of of Barca and and where they are in the league table this morning. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So put your votes on that. See what you think. Obviously, we've got the Champions League show coming up. Um, some pretty tasty yeah. fixtures, to be fair. Yeah, isn't it? we're yeah. getting to the point now where the Champions League actually matters. The first three games in the group stage are, are relatively innocuous. No one, re- I don't really get that interested in it. But then, you know, you get the, the last two or three, it starts to get interested about who's going to go in and who's going to join Arsenal on Thursday nights. <laughs> um, and uh, also, what I would say is, is on the next show, uh, chuck us some questions. Uh, I always like that part of the show. Chuck us some questions and let us know what you want to know about. So, yeah. 
Um, yeah, I think that that's pretty much it tonight. I think it's been been another good show. I think. Um, yeah, let, us know, let us know what you it's think awesome. as well. Great, you know, great time. Feedbacks always welcome. So. Uh, from me and from everyone else, uh, have a good one. Take care of yourselves. Take care. God bless. What began as a silly party given by an eccentric has now involved us all in murder. <laughs>